This is the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. Hey everybody, this is episode 29. I'm Kenyon Clark here with Jeff Fry, and we got a guest on this week, Dusty Wood, for our first video podcast. So hopefully that'll be good for you guys on YouTube to have something to look at other than a picture. But Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and the website, all the audio will still be there too. So if you're listening to this on Spotify and you want to go see the video, then go to YouTube and watch that. Um, and then again, if you missed last week week's episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything, that's because it was only on YouTube since we did the video. We were out at Jeff's doing some burning and stuff. So we did it there. It was kind of a short episode. It was a weird week as far as schedules go. So that's where that one's at if you want to see it. But like I said, tonight we got Dusty on. We've been trying to get him on for months. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so we finally got him on. He's kind of a... He's scared. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come in the video. <laughs> yeah, you picked the right one to come on to. That's so, all right. Dusty is a local deer slayer, we'll call him. <laughs> I try to be some right right so first of all let's just get kind of some of your background as far as where you come up i know your whole family hunts and you're yeah. kind of upbringing in hunting and all that how you got started and and yeah my now. family's kind of known around here for hunting mm-hmm. everything right <laughs> i mean right. jeff's been around my family his whole life so. mm-hmm. uh my uncle george was probably the biggest deer hunter of our family right uh, he started deer managing back when you never heard of deer managing you yeah. know so i've been brought up around i've been blessed by being brought up around people that uh, they knew what they were doing right you know? yeah exactly and i just kind of fell into fell into it you know dad mm-hmm. he's he's a deer killer <laughs> oh yeah I yep mean, he's herd control yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah and he kills a nice one every now yeah. and then you know? yeah uh, he sure does but uh he'll just flat tell you i'd rather shoot a doe <laughs> yeah know? they're a lot easier to shoot well yeah <laughs> well they can be some of well, those older does yeah some of them yeah. are pretty tough yeah pretty but, tough yeah. uh i started bow hunting when i was nine yeah uh we used to do a lot of 3D shoots. I know Jeff mm-hmm. got in that. Your dad was mm-hmm. big into 3D. Uh, they had the uh, archery shoot, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Not kinda, to age you, but what years would this have been around? Uh, I would have been around 88, I think. I killed so my late, first year. Late 80s? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Jeff would know, I mean... You got one or two chances a year. Had a deer. <laughs> you had a chance. <laughs> you better you take know? every opportunity. And, and you seen yeah. that Forky walk by? You better shoot him. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's yeah. the way it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can remember going a week or so back then. You know, see a doe with two little ones or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went from a spot there in the eighties, early nineties, where you know you might go two or three weeks and be lucky if you seen. Yeah, deer. And if you did, well, then you was in a very hot spot. You was in a good spot. And then you had to try to beat everybody else off of it. You oh, know? yeah. You kept your mouth yeah. shut. You didn't tell nobody. Yeah, you, you don't want to tell anybody about yeah. it. Yeah. And then, what, about the mid-90s on, we had an explosion of the deer population. Right, right. Especially, uh, like, 95, something yeah. like that. And yeah. then on up to 2012, of course, when we got hit by the blue tongue. Yes. And then now... That knocked us way back, and but we're back on the increase again. It's we a are. gradual swing we are. back, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've I've 
see a few deer like this year we found two on us that probably was blue tongue i mean they had the real light racks right. you know they velvet you yeah know, is what they died in mm-hmm. uh but and you're gonna have some of that every you year are, I you think. are oh um, yeah it's just how bad it's gonna be will depend on how dry it is but i think yeah you're definitely gonna see some of that especially if you're managing enough ground and then you got enough deer you're probably gonna see some of right it. we ended up uh, going in on basically about all of the ground that we got and started digging small deep ponds basically mm-hmm. they haven't got a lot well, you wouldn't want to frog gig them <laughs> <laughs> yeah one step pretty the deep. That's, that's what the pond in my house is yeah. <laughs> you know i yeah. mean that first step you're down you <laughs> right but basically i guess they're midges yep that bite their i mm-hmm. guess mainly their nose and mm-hmm. tips of the rack and stuff like that uh and I don't, I don't know, 24 hours they're dead probably. I mean, it's yeah, pretty, it just George had one on camera that died from one camera in between another camera. No kidding. Really? Yeah, from EHD. Uh, and it's it happens quick. I guess they hemorrhage, and fever, mm-hmm. and everything else, you know. Yep. But it sure sucks yep, when you're yeah. watching a deer all year and he's almost done mm-hmm. and he dies. Right there <laughs> at the know? end of the summer. And yeah. it always happens to your good deer. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. You know, uh, this yeah. year shed hunting, uh, you know, I found three of our upcoming deer dead this year. You yeah. Know? Uh, I don't know if they were crippled during gun season, more than likely, you yeah. know, or boa. I don't know. It does sure, tend to happen around here some. It does. <laughs> It was a war zone over there by us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. But no, uh, I started bow hunting. Uh, Dad didn't gun hunt. And I gun hunted with George. Uh, back then, we did a lot of deer drives mm-hmm. uh, in the gun hunting. And I wasn't the best shot in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. I had an old A5 Browning that Dad let me have. And Whatever slugs he had in the drawers, that's what slugs I got that year. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whatever was there. Right. I still remember the first deer I ever shot with a gun. Uh, I've got a real good bow story, but you'll have to get Dad on here to tell that one. <laughs> we were just talking about that last week. We're going to have to get him on, too, sometime. <laughs> because I don't want to tell be it without blast. him. Yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, I remember on my very first deer I ever killed with a bow or a gun, we was uh, driving a creek that runs there, actually north of Jeff's house, but we were over by the hog farm, over in that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, you can ask Jeff, there, it was just us down in there, yeah. just locals, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And we hunted everywhere. I mean, everybody hunted with everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seen someone parked there, you went somewhere else. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> not now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. anyways... But anyways, it was a long push and everything like that, and I was nine years old. I was a chubby little boy. Uh, I was wore out <laughs> at the end of the day, and I can remember looking up, and George set me behind this oak tree that was just a big old oak tree, mm-hmm. and five or six deer came in, you know, and that, that was a lot, you know. What it was was a doe and a couple little ones, probably a last year's young one, and a buck. And George said he fell asleep over there because George didn't let me get too far away. You know, <laughs> he was within 50 yards of me. <laughs> and I seen the rack, you know, and I picked up the biggest deer in there and we were all kind of together, you know. And 
the biggest and kind of walked out. And I just kind of quit paying attention to the rack. Now I'm talking to the rack. I'm talking like a six-pointer. Right. right. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> I shot. And uh, back then we hunted for meat and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We ended up, we killed two of them, you know. And the whole time I thought I killed a buck. I was just so happy. I get up there. And it was all those laying there. <laughs> Never even hit the buck. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you should have paid a little more attention to that part, huh? Yeah. Yep. The doe was bigger than the buck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens. I had the reverse happen to me bow hunting one time. I was back there southeast of my house in Big Timber. And, and you know, didn't see very many deer. And one comes slipping in behind me, and I just drawed back and shot mm-hmm. and it took off through the woods and I got down tried to find my arrow and blood sign couldn't find nothing I was like well I'll go get George mm-hmm. so I went to George's house got him he followed me down there I, he asked me well what'd you shoot and I said I shot a big doe big doe okay so we got to looking around he found my arrow and then he took off on the blood trail and he hollered at me pretty soon. He said, What'd you say you shot? <laughs> I said, oh, I shot a big doe. And he said, Well, it grew horns and balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little spike, you know, yeah. it had about three inch spikes. Right. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. George gave me such a hard time about that. <laughs> I remember hearing about yeah. that. He said, I was going to have to go back to sex ed at high school. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear him saying that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a, kind of a short story on my, my first deer uh, as far as a bow kill. Mm-hmm. I was shooting a little Darton 40MX, and I know Jeff probably remembers them bows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, kind of, they were the beginner bow back right. then. Yeah. And he's we making were, it sound like I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I shot one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say he's telling a story about himself. So. <laughs> I remember Whitetail Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. But we were hunting up on the river, and uh, Dad actually had set a climber. You remember the old TV tire stands with the platform on them? No, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, liar. I don't know how in the world I ever got in them things, you know. I don't know how we stayed in them. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this piece of plywood up there, On top you know? of the TV tire held to the tree with a dog chain. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That's that's it. <laughs> Dangerous living right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dad, get up in there, you'll be all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. no, I took I living on the edge to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're nine years old. That stands down in there. You can go a couple hundred yards in the woods with your flashlight, and you'll find you'll it. You'll find yeah. it. Yeah, just go down <laughs> here. You take a right at, right at the big oak tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't miss it. Yeah. Needless to say, I'd stay till about light, and then I'd go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But now we get in there and we start hunting. This, this short version of this story, and. uh Dad, he's like, like I said, he's in a little portable next to me. He said, hey, there's a doe and two little ones coming. Of course, I'm excited, you know. Mm-hmm. And I look, and I was like, oh, my gosh, they're close. They're hanging out there. They're shooting distance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, they come walking around, and the two little ones did. And I get her to draw on this the little doe, you know. And she comes up and walks right at me. And Dad's like, hey, just wait. He goes, the mom's coming up through here, you know. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know? this, this one's right here. <laughs> this one is right here, you know. Well, it was facing me, and Dad's like, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, you know. <laughs> well, the old doe finally came up through there. And if your dad was here, he would probably remember this story at at the locker part uh-huh. of the story. Uh-huh. <laughs> so 
Anyways, the old doe comes up through there, and I get drawn back on her, and I shot, and it was probably just a pull and shoot. It probably was more instinctive than <laughs> looking at the sights, you know? Yep, But uh, that deer, honestly, can turn completely around, and I hit her in the neck and dropped her, which was great for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's flopping yep. around, you know, and before I shot, actually, I should say, the whole tree was shaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole tree yeah. was just, you know, I mean, I was so pumped up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had like, I think, three more arrows. And I missed the deer every time trying to shoot it. <laughs> down. I mean, it was all around it. Dad said, get down there and finish it off, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I get down there and I walk up there and shoot it. And I'm watching it. It keeps kicking and kicking. Dad's getting everything out of the stands. Mm-hmm. I was pulling arrow over here that I missed, and well, anyways, I ended up shooting it three times. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the locker, and your dad's like, "Hey, it looks like you got three or four good shots." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, it's still moving." Well, yeah. dad, dad's like, "He's been around his uncle George. Like, yeah, yeah, shooting yeah. him until they <laughs> quit moving." <you> know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but that—that's a short. Mm-hmm. story to that it was it was a a really comical hunt oh yeah, yeah. but i don't have to let dad tell that story because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> he, he's the storyteller oh yeah know? yeah the old man i was gonna say him if we get him and dad on here ain't no telling where we go with all I the stories remember, from those guys hunting i don't so know like, if they, <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably one of your maybe one of your dad's best deer he killed with dad mm-hmm. it was a really good eight pointer anyways i remember mm-hmm. They pulled up and they had that thing in a Dodge Omni. It worked. Yep. You know? That's right. <laughs> but I do remember him killing that deer that morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember them hunting together and they used to use walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, dad had a spike come by him one morning. He hollered at your dad. He said, hey, there's a spike up here. It's got 10 or 12 inch spikes. Your dad said, "Ah, oh, bull." Well, dad shot him. <laughs> yeah. Told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to prove him wrong. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, yep. Dad, Ned, you know, he's always been about just having fun. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, I think we've like as just deer hunters in general. A lot of times we get too far away from that. Oh yeah. I mean, some guys take it so seriously, get so wound up about shooting only certain deer at only times, and like obviously I'm all for managing deer yes, and all that but yes. if it's to the point where it's not fun anymore right man, you need to go back to doing what you were doing when it was fun yeah that, that's yeah well i mean we've touched on this before and i have too that's one of the reasons why i quit mm-hmm. for a while i can see that i just yeah. i got burned out on it, it wasn't yeah. fun no. it's mm-hmm. turned into a job <clears throat> you yeah. know and yeah. you know if you got, i didn't kill this you know big buck well, then I didn't have a successful season. You know, I got away from mm-hmm. what deer hunting is really supposed yeah. to be about. Yeah. Now that I'm back into it, I don't care if I kill. I don't even care if I kill a buck. I just yeah. enjoy being out there. Right. Yeah. You know, I obviously I at least want a nice mature doe, you know, mm-hmm. for, yeah, for exactly, meat and stuff. Exactly, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking for that every year. But mm-hmm. just being out there again and getting back to the roots of deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fun that we used to have when we was young and we there was no deer you know right, right. if yeah. you killed a six pointer back then you'd done something oh you know, yeah you know, and yeah. now you know you're it seems like you just put so much pressure on yourself yeah mm-hmm. and you get away from the roots of it and 
it just gets where it's not as enjoyable as what it should right. be. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm sure you probably went through that phase too. I oh, I all tell you, did back I, then. I hunted a deer one year and he, he was a big 12 and the deer was way in the one nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was a monster deer and I had it in so bad for that deer. And I came close a couple times, uh, but it got to where I hated going. Right. And I told, and I let some dandies walk that yeah. year. You know, I mean, some deer that I never should have let walk. Right. And I told myself I would never, ever yeah. hunt a deer like that again. Yeah. Some people can. Uh, I'll always go into a year on, I'll have a buck that I want to kill. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, I kill a good buck hunting that buck. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's usually the way it goes because. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to pass up a five or six year old buck. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's there. Well, there's no reason to. There's not. You know. I mean, you you've got to do part of your management this year. You know, the first buck I killed. Yeah, he was he was an eight pointer, not a not a big rack on him. Uh, I think he was around two hundred forty pound dressed, big old bull. Oh yeah. Far as part of management, you got to get those big deer like that out. You, you know, killed a I'm, big bull a year before last. I skinned around that thing for an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. You probably looked like a bull <laughs> oh, hanging yeah, there. He did. <laughs> he did. No, that's, yeah. uh, Nate talked about that as being maybe part of the reason he got to kill his deer this year because he just had one of those big bullies. Like, mm-hmm. I'd show you pictures of it sometime. Like 300-pound deer. Yeah. Uh, 120-inch rack, maybe? Yeah. But he was just a bull. He had that yeah. attitude. Yeah. So. That deer ended up dying earlier in the year, and Nate kind of thinks maybe that has something to do with oh, his buck does. moving in there. It does. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he doesn't have to worry about that guy running him off all yeah. the time now. Well, Dad killed that big, I think it was probably two years ago now. That big, goofy horn. Yeah, there's huge bases yeah. on him. Yeah. That deer came in there to me one evening in a food plot. There were three other nice bucks that tried to get into that food plot. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even walk into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, they would walk around me and go back and just totally outskirt it. Yeah. And he would stand in there, and, and he seen two deer before I even <coughs> see him. He'd lay his ears back. Well, I'd get to looking around, and I'd look over there in the mm-hmm. brush, and I'd see this buck looking out. Mm-hmm. Well, he don't want to go in there, you know? And I was like, man, I ought to shoot him. You know, and I was like, well, he's everywhere right now. I can put Dad on him. <laughs> yeah. you know? well, Dad ended up killing him, yeah. too. Yep. Yep. And... You know, we went mainly from him to several two-year-olds in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it don't seem like they bother them as much because, right. you yeah. know, they're just going to run around him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this year, we still got one old buck in there, uh, but we had several nice bucks. Uh, we had, you know, some good four-year-old deer, right. you know, this year. Yeah. And three or four, five-year-olds. I think that deer I killed, we had sheds to him. That deer disappeared for two years, actually. Uh, I had my daughter on that deer two years ago, mm-hmm. and he was in the upper 180s then. Uh, he may have had EHD or something. His hooves were actually curled. Yeah. And from the sheds from two years ago to that, which he was probably seven or eight when this year when I shot him. Right. And he dropped, you know, a little bit in rack. I mean, mm-hmm. he had big... But it was, their tines were really big where they came out of the bases and then they just narrowed down pretty quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like uh, he was on the downhill for sure. I think so. Yeah. Well, his, his teeth weren't even a quarter inch, no. you know, yeah. inside him, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was. And 
he had been injured high in the back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it happens, but I didn't even make a good shot on him. Right. You know, and uh, that really makes you sick. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I've I hadn't done, done that in plenty. a while. Yeah. You know, and, but the thing is, I knew where I hit this deer. And I go back in that evening. And I watch him in there, and I, I, I can't shoot him. He's in a thicket. I can't mm-hmm. get to him. Well, I tried. <laughs> right. I could. I mean, he could still get ahead of me, and, and I couldn't shoot through that stuff. Right, and I thought, right. I'm going to run him out. I'm just going to have to just wait him out. Yeah. And, you know, George and him's like, oh, can we can we maybe push him, you know? And I was like, he's in such an easy area to find him. Yeah. That I don't want to push him out of there. And mm-hmm. I kept telling him, guys, I said, he's hitting in the back part of the ribs. I said, I don't know what happened, you know? I mean... I don't know how he's alive, yeah, you right. know? Yeah. And uh, I seen him the next morning. Now, the next morning, he was in really bad shape. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised to see him up. Uh, I went I had to work that first day off of work. Uh, actually, George went in there one day and just slipped through. He didn't really look, just slipped mm-hmm. to see if he could see if he's mm-hmm. laying or not, you know. Didn't see him. Uh, I went in there that Monday. And a deer was actually less than 50 yards from where I last seen him. So it, mm-hmm. it, it worked out. I mean, right. I, hated, I hated that that happened. The yeah. deer was actually hit high in the back already. So he probably, the meat probably wasn't good on him anyways. Mm-hmm. But, right. But still, it sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it does for sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But. And, but at the same time, it's nice to find them too. Yeah. Because, you know, yes. I've done that before where you do that. And, man, you're just sure they're dead. Yeah. But you don't find them, and then you never do come yeah. across them, and that sucks too. And this deer here, I muzzleloader hunted all around that area. Mm-hmm. I seen one really, really good buck during muzzleloader season that was too far and didn't get to watch him that long. I come in the night of muzzleloader season that evening. In my driveway, there's there's two shooters I'm like, right here in my house, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. So the next day, I kind of set up on them you know because they were they were in my food plots so i thought well they're probably crossing the road going into that hinge cut so i go in there and set up two to two mornings later and i'll be dang there's three bucks came in there the first buck i actually seen had a bigger frame than the deer i shot mm-hmm. just didn't have the points and didn't have the height right just a really really good nine pointer mm-hmm the buck that I ended up killing, he wasn't in that great of shape. I mean, he was feeding and stuff, mm-hmm. but you could see where he'd been hit high. Yeah. You know? And uh, he came up through there. I let all of them go by. He came up. And, of course, I there was a smaller eight-pointer around one 120 or maybe 130 or something like that. Well... I'm keyed in on this. I look over. I see the bigger nine kind of up on the, the bank of the creek going on. Mm-hmm. I get ready to shoot. The eight's still right there. Oh, he freaks out. When mm-hmm. the buck, I was wanting to shoot. He jumps out there a ways, mm-hmm. and he's not going to stay. I shoot. I seen the limb. It's one of those... Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I might as well say it. We all think. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And I was like, you know, 
uh, what's the odds? But probably really high. I'm going to hit this limb. <laughs> yeah. It's this big around exactly. on the whole kill zone, you yeah. know. And yeah. I did. Yeah. And it hit. Hit him back. And I'm pretty sure the arrow went in and up. Yeah. Him, yeah. You know. And uh, like I said, it hit him. It hit him in the back part of the ribs. But I really think the angle it went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe slice some liver or something. You know. It just upper part of the liver. Maybe yeah. it could have been. You know. But it. But anyways, he's he's. He's going on the wall. <laughs> the yeah. moral story is I yep. got him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, obviously, you shot that buck this year, and you've pretty, had pretty good success over the last several years. I mean, I don't know how far yeah. back it goes, but obviously that's a testament to your your guys' management and stuff. Yeah. What kind of things do you guys do um, as far as, like, food plots, uh, running those, and then you talk a little bit about the hinge cutting and stuff. Uh, what are some of the biggest things you think? As far as what you guys do to see success year after year, and how many acres are you managing? Also, uh, in the area around me, about twelve hundred. Yeah, uh, we've got farther south. I know you guys hunt in Kansas a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so That's where we're at right now, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Yeah. Farther south down in there on the other ground, you know where it's at. Yeah, there's a little over two thousand down there. Now. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm blessed to be able to be involved in all that. Right, you know? right. Uh, yeah, you get a lot of opportunities that the ordinary yes. layman or ordinary bow hunter no, wouldn't necessarily no, have. But but a guy can hunt 3,000 acres and still not kill deer every Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah. definitely. I mean, definitely. I'm not saying that you got to have that expansive property to kill deer. Right. I'm just saying, you know, he yeah. has the opportunity to hunt. Well, that. we can have those three or four boons possibly there yeah. in, right, that, in right. that amount. You can yeah. hold them. We can hold them. Yeah. Uh, we can hold several of those 140s, 150-year, you know, mm-hmm. class uh, five, six-year-old. We we get the age structure. That's mm-hmm. that's basically what we get. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and I figured you'd start seeing it more your way, you know. Uh, not yet. Uh, hopefully one of these days it gets down yeah. further that way, you know. But they was two pretty good deer not too far west of you this year. Yeah, I seen one every morning when I went to work. Yeah. Yep. Until deer season come. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that happens. That's the way it goes. Yeah. 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 So. But no, uh, far as far as the management part, you know, habitat and food, and really the last couple of years we've tried to actually jump up to just shooting six-year-old deer. Right. It's really tough if I ain't got pictures to go and know what a five, yeah, even up to an eight-year-old deer. I mm-hmm. mean, it seems like eight, they, you can kind of tell them. They get more of a round. You know how an old hound starts yeah. looking. Yeah. You know, they get the old rounder eye. You yeah. know, you kind of tell. Uh, and it's tough. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one part about it. It's tough. Yeah. You know, this year we had two bucks on us. Uh, one had a drop time, even, you know. Uh, I got both of his sheds. You know, and he was just a three-year-old deer, and but he already had 24-inch main beams, 13 mm. half inch tines, you right. know, and he made it. As long as he don't get EHD or hit by a car, right. you know, yeah. we might be able to see him. You know, there's been a few times I know that we've actually had sheds from a deer from three all the way up and kill him at seven, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Doc, one of our friends, mm-hmm. you know. He's got uh, one deer he killed a couple of years ago that was in the high 180s. And that deer's rack really changed over yeah. Yeah. a period of time. Uh, 
when he was three and a half, he was just a heavy. Most people would have called him a call. Right, you know? right. He wasn't. He was already heavy. Most people probably thought he would have been an older deer, but mm-hmm. he wasn't. The next year, he went from 130s to jumped up to 160s. He maybe even went into 170s. Big mule deer forks, mass. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, he actually lost his forks. Yeah. But he got big bladed tines. Mm-hmm. He went up in the high 180s yeah. that year. Yeah. You know, uh, it was probably going to be his best year, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just never know. I mean, right. yeah, we, you know, it's hard sometimes like a uh, deer I was telling you about earlier, you know, uh, I've got sheds off of a deer that was a three and a half year old that had around 20 points. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for any of us to let a deer like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and there's times like, well, where you're at by public ground, you're going to, I mean, you might as well shoot that deer because everybody else is going to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it just depends yeah, what area but you don't want to get that mentality. Well, you don't want to be the you're guy. You're right. You're yeah. right. You know, well, I say I'm that going to shoot him because anybody else wouldn't shoot him. Yeah. yeah. And I hear yeah. that a lot. You know, I, I if I kill a, a good deer or, or if I have a picture of a deer, you might as well shoot that where I'm at because he won't get no bigger. Right. <laughs> well, if you shoot him, he won't. Exactly. No. You know, That's what I say all the time. Yeah, it's like, it, if you're that guy that I'm, if I don't shoot him, my neighbors will. Well, then you're that neighbor, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. you know, I think I think each individual's uh, standards or mm-hmm. yeah, you know, what they're aiming for as far as a buck, you know, is different for each individual, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, I know what I'm looking for in a buck, mm-hmm. and just because I see a three year old with twenty points, you know, that's only four yeah, inches right. tall, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say, well, I, I might right. as well shoot it because my neighbors will. No, that's not what I'm looking for, you know. As far as bucks go, I'm looking for the mature bucks. I don't care about the score. One of the biggest bucks I ever hunted was this. I know he was at least a six and a half year old there behind my house. Yeah. And and uh, he was just four corn. Yeah. All he had was main beams that come out. It's probably 24 inches long, and then 12 inch. Well, it wasn't brow tines, so I. <laughs> yeah. You know, 12 yeah, would have been a two. Would have been a two if he had brow yeah, tines. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't because he was going to score big. It was just. He was an old. He was deer. a big old mature deer, and I hunted, right. hunted, and hunt, had a lot of close encounters with him. I just never could get the deal yeah. done, you know. Well, the neighbors ended up killing him during shotgun season, but you know, it's yeah. just, and you know, there's places even around here, like if you're just hunting public ground, or a lot of parts of the country, uh, parts of Michigan and Pennsylvania, you know, three and a half year old deer is a mature deer in some right. places, right? Right. Uh, that's but like what you're saying, where we're at. You know, those kind of deer are a dime a dozen. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a few years ago, uh, Illinois, a three-and-a-half-year-old deer was considered a mature deer yeah. in mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel it's, it's a little older now, you right. know. Yeah. But there's still a lot of three-year-old deers killed. And and I'll tell you right now, the biggest deer I've ever shot with a bow was a three-and-a-half-year-old that scored 179. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to let him win. <laughs> right. It's hard to pass that deer. You, you know, how you going to pass it? He had everything that you would want. Yeah. He's uh, a little light on mass, but my gosh, he had candlesticks, you know. Right. I mean, he was just a, a tremendous deer, and it was one yeah. of those deer that I'm sitting here along the creek, and I had a decoy out in front of me, and I rattled, and 20 minutes later, I turn around and look like that, and he's coming up the creek bank. Well, I look, 
That's it. I shoot. Mm-hmm. I did not look at anything else on him. Shot him. Uh, ended up getting him and everything like that. Looking at him, thinking that's kind of a younger deer, but I don't really care right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's you know, something I you. Mean, sh- I mean, you shouldn't feel bad about that either. And no, that's what I mean, you're talking about. He's still the biggest deer I killed with a bow. Yeah, you know. And that's what you're talking about knowing what you're looking for. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for, man, even if it's a 125-inch three-and-a-half-inch yeah. right. deer. Yeah. And if that's what you're looking for, that's awesome. But you can't you can't do that and then still expect to see the 150, 170-inch yeah. deer. I killed him on some ground that I had permission to hunt. It actually wasn't any ground that uh, we managed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the possibility he could have got big, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he'd probably been over a 200-inch deer. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, probably would have. Yeah. Or he could have got killed that shotgun season. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> EHD, yep. you just don't know, oh, you yeah. know. But at that time, that's the deer I wanted to shoot exactly. and shot him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. And that's why I think the way it should be. You know. You know. Uh, the biggest deer I shot is on our picture of me on, on our website mm-hmm. with that buck. And I had, I mean, he was a movie star when it comes to the camera. I mean, mm-hmm. picture after picture after picture every day and night. You know, was pictures of him on that camera, and and I'm like, that's the deer I want to shoot. Yeah, you know, and I went several times, and I seen some bigger deer than him, you yeah. know, and maybe I should have shot him, but I want I had my sights set on this deer. You yeah, know? and I guess because I was getting so many pictures of him, you know, I just fell in love with this deer. That's the one I wanted. Right. And I finally Thanksgiving Day at one o'clock in the afternoon. I got it done. Now that's a whole story all of itself. (laughs) (laughs) You know, thank God there wasn't cell phone cameras around. (laughs) 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 But you know, uh, that's just that was the deer I picked out, and I knew even if I'd killed one bigger, yeah, I'd been happy with that one. But I had my heart set on that deer, right? And I challenged myself too, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot of it too, is to challenge yourself and, but don't be afraid to fail. But I think it makes you, if you succeed, it makes your success that much more. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. Uh, one of the most deer, the deer I was most happiest with was, uh, I killed a deer probably been four years ago now. And, uh, he was an 11 pointer and real, real mass probably 16 inches wide and probably he may have had six inch tines mm-hmm. but I, I think we weighed that deer up here but anyways uh, we figured he live weight he was 356 pounds yeah. and uh, that was one of the more prouder deer I've ever shot right. mm-hmm. you know and yep. it was just hadn't seen him much honestly I went and checked the camera two days in a row he was there at one o'clock mm-hmm so that day I go, and the wind's iffy, but I thought I could get him to me before he could win me. And uh, I was giving him a lot. Yeah. I like giving him a little, but I was giving him yeah. a lot. Yeah. And he ended up coming out farther. Of course, he didn't come in at 1 o'clock. He came in at dark. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm you there. sit all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm there by 11, you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. And he comes in at dark. And... Uh, I'm sitting there and looking at him, and he looks like a 55-gallon drum walking uh, up with legs that look like they're just two foot long, yeah. you know, little legs, yep. you know. And I shot that dude. I mean, he wasn't but like 10 yards, and it looked great, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, 
he ran through some tree program and there was stuff flying everywhere. He did not. I mean, it was just, you know, <laughs> and dad started helping me track him. We get to where he crossed the road and the road was only like 60, 70 yards. Dad said, I don't know. Well, there, we found the arrow. I didn't shoot through the deer. <clears throat> and dad's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm gut rotted now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, I ain't giving up. So I called a buddy. We start tracking him. Well, we get to another road. Now I'm 400 yards into it right now. And I was like, maybe we should back out, you know? And the guy's like, man, he's bleeding so good though, you know? And you could see where, you could see the blood across the road. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we go in there and it stops. You know, we're 30 yards into this thicket. And I'm like, oh man, I don't, where am I, where did I hit this deer, you know? I'm pretty sure, I mean, he was so close, yeah, it was high. And I'm pretty sure I hit the shoulder on the other side, the reason I didn't shoot through him. Right. And I walk up a little bit and I look over and it's just uh, pink, frothy blood, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he coughed it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's dead. <laughs> you know? Yep. You yep. know, and the guy with me is like, hey, I found your deer. <laughs> and uh, I was like, is it a great big one? It's a dead deer. I was like, well, yeah, it's probably him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Chances are that's the one we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Might as well go look at this deer. <laughs> yeah. So I get over there, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, he looks like a bull. You know? Yeah. Uh, just, a, just an old, old buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, well, I was just so tickled. Still one of the uh, number one deer that yeah. I've, I've yeah. killed, you know. Yeah. And we were talking about that before. Like a big mature deer, five and a half, six and a half year old deer that scores 140. I mean, that's as much as a trophy to me yeah. as that 179 yeah. inch, three and a half oh, year old yeah. deer you've killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the first buck I killed this year, uh, my first, actually, it, was the, it happened to me my first trip out. It was, was that October? Yeah. Yeah. It was a later part of October. Later part, yeah. And uh, I was in between the bedding and the food. Mm-hmm. That's probably like 50 yards off the food. It's kind of a stationary, more or less. Right. And I'm watching some younger bucks, and I just kind of look down, and you can just tell, you know, one of them big old oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I was looking at him, and I was like, I'm going to shoot him, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just yeah. all there's, oh, I know there's two or three other better deer in here, but right. yeah. I'm going to shoot him. He just he came up and gave me a great shot. Uh, you know, I... I, both my kids were actually home at the time. Uh, took them back here. I watched the deer actually go down, mm-hmm. and uh, he ran across a small. In that staging area right there, we've got a, this like a twenty yard wide, twenty yard long clover patch, mm-hmm. and that's where they stop before Just they go enough on to into stop the them. food plots, yep. you know. And that's what he did at ten yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I took the kids and they tracked him up, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. I had just had surgery. And I had one of Dawson's friends. I had Dawson, and then I had my daughter Kelby. And I didn't think we was ever gonna get that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to call more people. Out here. <laughs> yeah. Bring someone with a skid loader. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but far as the like the management part and stuff like that, uh, we've really put the food in. Uh, we'll go usually with a couple grains. Uh, we'll rotate our beans and corn a lot mm-hmm. and we've got some kind of a clover uh, a lot of chicory mix mm-hmm. uh, it's just 
It's just good. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's always been my go-to. It, it is. clover chicory mix. Oh, it is. I, it's just, it's good. I got a strip there at the house. And in the summer, a lot of does come in and they, they fawn in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that provides a lot. You know, I didn't get to touch on it <clears throat> on our uh, video at my last house. podcast. Yeah. yeah. But that was one of the things he asked me about the clover and chicory why I preferred it and a lot of it has more to do with your does and your fawns it does it gives your does the nutrition during a later part of gestation mm-hmm. and their lactation period yes and plus it also gives the fawns a kick start you know where they start getting off the dough and start eating greens mm-hmm. and stuff well then that gives them a kick start into the fall months and stuff. right mm-hmm. which we talked about before that gestation period and giving them that then yeah you're going to see a lot of benefit from your bucks from that well absolutely because if, if they yeah. got those buck fawns a lot of their growth or potential for growth is going to be either curbed or expanded during the gestation period right. when that doe if she's you know doesn't have the proper nutrition while she's carrying him he's never going to make what he could have right you know so yeah. it's good for that too but yeah it definitely definitely is uh the last few years, we've went in there and, and we started planting a lot of greens. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, on one four-acre plot that we have, we probably put an acre and a half of greens out. We didn't have enough of them this year. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. there was more beans standing than what there was greens. Yeah, and <clears throat> now when it, you say greens, you're talking. Uh, it's a mix that we use. Uh, we'll have some radish. We'll have some turnip. Mm-hmm. We'll have kale. Mm-hmm. We'll have canola. Canola. And canola. Really? <laughs> yep. Hmm. And then is really high. High protein. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they hammer it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll always have some weed in that. Uh, another thing that we started doing that you're going to get it. I love it when they're warm days, the wheat. Yeah. Wheat. Yeah. One thing we started doing is letting it go ahead and grow up and head out. Mm-hmm. It's a beardless wheat. Right, right. Uh, that wheat's 20-some percent protein when it heads out. That's when they're fawning, you know, yeah. when they're lactating, you know, when yeah. they, got, they mm-hmm. got their fawns in a lot of times. And uh, they'll eat it all. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and I never really <clears throat> knew they would do that. And one year I just left it because it was going to be greens that fall. I just already planned on that. Mm-hmm. And I go back there and it's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy smokes, looks like it's been combined. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Where's yep. my check? <laughs> Especially right now. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> but uh, so we started doing that a little more. Yeah. Just uh, leaving it out. Yeah. And you're, you're not only getting them on that green, you know, a lot of tonnage. Yeah. But oh, yeah. when it heads, they'll, they'll eat them heads on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I never realized they would do that, you know, not that much, mm-hmm. you know, but they, they do. Yeah, as long as it's the beardless, like what you're talking about. Yeah, and I almost, think I, yeah. I can't remember what number it is, but there's a certain number we've been planting, and uh, they just hammer it. Yeah. You know, uh, we found certain numbers of beans that actually will hold in the pods a little better than others. Right, <laughs> right. And you're just talking regular soybeans. Yes, regular yeah. soybeans. Not winter peas and all that stuff. No, no. Uh, our greens, a lot of times, we'll mix some winter peas in there and yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more... What would you call it? The rape, I guess, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. The brassicas. You know, the brassicas and, stuff. and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. And I think it's good, and we talk about it a lot. If you've got the room to do it, especially to have that blend of everything, I like consistency too. Um, but there's different situations for different seed blends, depending on where you're at, what you got going on. Like you said, that little 20 yard by 20 yard 
Uh, oh, yeah. Clover spot, I mean, really anything but clover is probably not going to have the same effect. Right. And right. the clover is going to come back a little better. You it know, will. It's a perennial, too. So uh, there are certain situations where one thing is going to be better than another. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to have as much as I can, depending on what room you got, a right. little bit of everything. You right, know? right. Like it's, some it's greens, just, some clovers, some like grains. It's like us going into, you know, a, a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to pick a little bit of this, we're going to pick a little bit of that. Right, you yeah. Know? And the more you can put out there, the more they're going to, you yep. know, they're a browser. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. they'll go through. And uh, I think, well, like on the food plot that we're going to do at my house, mm-hmm. you know, it's roughly three acres. Mm-hmm. But I think if you give them... Uh, if you plant it for all seasons mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on hunting season, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm going to plant uh, corn, I'm going to plant mm-hmm. soybeans on parts of the field. Of course, the corn is going to be the bo- outside border to hide them from yeah. the road and stuff. Right. But yeah, you know, I want to have have soybeans that I'm going to let stand, and I want to have so much of that, probably about an acre of it, to clover and chicory for yeah. the spring and summer nutrition mm-hmm. and then another part of it i'm going to cut off and have for uh like winter oats or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that for the late fall you know mm-hmm. and yeah. if you have that instead of just planting the whole thing yeah into just clover and chicory i think you're seeing better results if you kind of you break know. it up yeah and, you know for each season of the deers and uh, then you life. got you got that stuff there in the late winter when the the clover and chicory, like even if it's after hunting season, like it has been the last couple of years here, when it gets really cold mm-hmm. for extended periods of time and that clover goes dormant, at least you've still got those winter greens out there yeah. that they're going to have for that part of the year, yeah. which and is which is the barest part of the year for them to have food anyway. Right. And yeah. I don't know about you, but I've seen them on the, you know, the clover's gone and they'll dig the chicory up and eat the roots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you won't find any chicory usually in the chicory plots that we put out. Yeah. They'll right. eat it yeah. out. Yeah. 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 It'd be... It'll be bare pretty mm-hmm. well. I mean, yeah. There's something about that's what happens. Yeah, yeah you know. that mix. They, it's really palatable for them. It is, and it's it di- is. helps them digest too. Yeah, you know, it's a digestive it thing yeah. as well. So, uh, another thing I put in mine too, I put kale in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but it seems like they like that. Yep. It's just a big mix that we kind of put together and we've used for the last few years. And you know, when you're pulling all the deer out there and and they're feeding in it for a good bit before they move on yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty good and that's yeah. what you want if you can get them pulled yeah. out into your food plot you know before they go just get them out there earlier yeah before they go off to whatever their destination oh, yeah. field is yeah. going to be at night right you'll have a chance to shoot them mm-hmm. in the daytime and then that's where we talk about all the time like you can decide okay whether or not to move this deer onto the next age mm-hmm. class or go ahead and kill that deer how many does you need to shoot you got them there to shoot them right um where well, hopefully they'll be on you instead of their neighbors. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. That and that's that's where the food really keys in. Mm-hmm. Uh, late season, it becomes unbelievable on some of our ground. You know, we yeah. go from, let's say we have forty deer staying on this piece of property. Mm-hmm. Uh, say it's four hundred acres or something. You know, there may be more, there may be less. I don't know. Then all of a sudden you got a hundred, hundred and twenty head in there. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy. Just it's pouring crazy in on the food. Bucks, yeah. you know, that come in there. And last year we had several deer stay on us, you know, that came in. Yeah. They just stayed. Yeah. You know. And that's a testament to just how much, how little food source there is out for them that time of mm-hmm. year. And if you've got it, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, I mean, two, three fold, you can 
yeah. have come yeah. on your property. Well, it is this this you know this farm equipment anymore. They you don't go out and pick up corn for your hogs like you used to. <laughs> no, right. There's nothing right. left out there, yeah. you know. And if it does, it sprouts. You no. know, yeah. I mean, not near enough to sustain a herd, a deer herd. No, no, it's not anymore. Uh, so I mean, they they need something. I yeah. mean, it, they can survive. Right. But if if you want to get serious in it and you want to pull them to you, you put the food out. Yep. And then. Yep. You see what you got left over that next. That's I mean we did that here last week. We went through and checked every food plot. Uh, I say we got around forty acres of mm-hmm. food oh. scattered, and we seen what farms was hit the hardest and what they was eating. Yeah, basically yeah. what we've already decided what's going everywhere. I mm-hmm. mean this is going to be corn here. This is going to be beans here. We do try to rotate on them. Well, right. Yeah. You know, uh, but one farm. We we had to have more corn this year because yeah. it was gone. I mean, yeah. it's totally gone. Uh, one patch, I was I walked by it a couple times this year and uh, late, and I thought, man, there's still some corn out there. I never went up through it. Well, shed hunting, I went up through it. Huh. No. Nothing left. <laughs> Little brown cobs in there. <laughs> yep. yep. mean, you ever see them work on them? I mean, that's it's oh yeah. Now. They can yeah. get that all off there, you yeah. know. Yep. Most of the time they can't, except about that far at the yep. <laughs> yep. where they can't reach. Right. Yep. But it, and it usually, if you good. find the cobs pulled down or on the ground, that's coons and squirrels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not saying you know they don't pull them down. The deer will eat them off the ground or whatever. But no, yeah. but, but no. if you see them up there like what yeah. you're talking about, definitely that's deer. deer. Yeah. 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 I mean, here where we're at too, we can we can knock it down. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't hunt any migratory birds. Yeah, you know, right, right. You know. Yep. Uh, I called made sure we could do that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I had a guy. Not like we've ever done anything <laughs> like before. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, well, but... Hollow stumps work well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah. you know, obviously you guys are going around and looking at your food plots and stuff. Which is a good time of year to do that. And you probably you just finished up your shed hunting, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. How'd that go for you? And then what's kind of some other stuff you got going on right now this uh, time of year, getting ready for next year? We had a big surprise this year. We had a deer on us in a different county that we don't hunt a lot. We in just, Kansas. Yeah. We've got about we've got an eighty in there, but mm-hmm. it's in the right spot. Yeah. Uh, we've got the funnel is what we've got there, yeah. and I, I've killed three boons off that ground yeah and uh there was a deer shot in there a few years ago uh, by a family member and we had never seen him again and he was five at the time four he was huge i ain't gonna mm-hmm. say score but he was huge yeah uh, anyways five he was shot pretty sure he shot high in the back mm-hmm. uh never found him we never seen the deer again no mm-hmm. pictures nothing of him didn't know what happened. Right. I mean, he went into a huge, huge tree program. You know, uh, we really didn't have permission to get in there. Yeah. And uh, so I, was, I just figured he's gone. Well, I picked up his shed this year. Really? And uh, he's a deer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He yep. is a deer. Yeah. Uh, he's just, uh, he's one in, a, one in a million deer, you know. Right. I mean, he. The right doe, the right buck had to get together to make it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yep. know? I mean, yep. it's just and then a combination of everything else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he, he's, you know, he's a 
I think he's eight this year. He's mm-hmm. at least seven. I've got three years of his sheds. Uh, one year he jumped over 70 inches one year. Mm-hmm. Just a genetic right. freak, kind of, you know. I yeah. mean, but uh, we, I think we ended up, between me and my uncle and Dawson, my son, we picked up probably 90 sheds, something yeah. like that. And we put the miles on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Really oh, you my, have my to. My Uncle George, <laughs> he's retired now. And uh, I got to call him and ask where to go because he's <laughs> already <laughs> yep. See where he's not been. <laughs> That's where he named my sister. We was out of her property oh, Sunday. Gosh. Yeah. And we're leaving, and she's driving a pickup truck, and we're sitting on the back. And I told her to stop. I thought I'd seen a shed. Mm-hmm. Well, I walked out there, and nah, it wasn't, you know. So mm-hmm. we take off, and she's driving down the field road 40 mile an hour we're back there and all of a sudden she slams on the brakes and i said what? yeah not what i don't know 100 yards later yeah, yeah. and i'm like what's later. going on and she goes you got me the fever and she jumps out and takes off walking through the woods comes out with nice yeah we figured him probably one mid 130s yeah mid 130s <laughs> but like dad 40 saying, yards <laughs> off the road out in the timber <laughs> yeah like dad was saying she was walking out there and you know, she got out of way. It's like, oh, there's no way. And then she walked 10 more yards. Like, there's no way she saw them. And then she walked 10 more yards, and she picked it up out of the ground. Yeah. Like, hey, no way. I told you I saw something. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no way. It's like, you had that planted out there. Right, right. Now, George, he yeah. ended up getting the uh, laser surgery done this year. Okay. Yeah. And he's a freaking eagle. <laughs> yeah, he's picking them out. Like, oh I should have done that a long time ago. Three, really? three days, he picked up, like, I, he picked up at least 26 sheds in three days. No kidding. Wow. You know, and... It's like, goodness sakes, you know, boy, he's like eagle eye now. You know, he told me, he's like, man, this surgery, I could see them things out there a long ways, yeah. he said. You yeah. know, <laughs> you should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. I need to start mushroom hunting with him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I did find a mushroom yesterday. I've heard mm-hmm. some people find some mushrooms. They're not up very good. But yeah. Anyways, I kinda they actually, said they thought the frost got them, that, or the freeze got them. Oh, I'm sure it's going to change them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But uh, anytime, they ought to come up good. But, yeah. no, I should hunt that day there and walked over to a spot where I usually find something. I seen one, so I was like, eh, get some little warmer weather, maybe they'll be up. Yeah. That's a thing of the past, too. I don't know. Yeah, not many people <laughs> doing that. Why do we don't find them like we used to, no. you know? I think a lot of that has to do with turkeys. Oh, yeah. We we used to have a place. This the whole ridge, they'd scratch the whole ridge up, mm-hmm. you know. Just yeah, went. they were south of my house. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You just wanted to go in there and you shoot them in. all. <laughs> exactly. You go in there for raking bushel sacks back oh, before man. then, and then turkeys moved in. It's like, I yeah. hate turkeys. I hate them. <laughs> we should ought to have more mushrooms now with a few turkeys that are seen around. Well, I tell you what, we're low on turkeys. Oh, I man. didn't even get a tag this year. Did, yeah. uh, you know, Gib and George hunts and uh, George's uh, son hunts and his granddaughter hunts and. Uh, I didn't even get a tag. I mean, yeah, there by me, I, there may be some birds move in, but there's only four or five toms this year, yeah. and you know, sixteen hundred acres or so. You know? Yeah, and that's <laughs> not uncommon right now. No, it's, it's... no, it, and you know, I mean, we trap. Uh, you know, I wish the coons were worth something. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, uh, it would help. But, oh my gosh, there's so many of them. I don't know how many coons we've caught in over the last five years. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, and do you think that the coon numbers has went up because the coon hunters with the hounds have gone down? Oh, it's a big part of it. Yeah, I, and your price, has to be right. You know? Well, that's what you know. I know I get a lot of. You know, I'm old school. I grew up with hounds. You grew oh, up with hounds. Yeah. yeah, I love hounds. You yeah. know, and so we have a little bit more insight depth than what the 
media or whatever has portrayed him right. over the past. You right. Know? But, uh, you know, I really think the Hounds played a big yeah. role in predator control yeah. as far as coons and coyotes and foxes. And yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's nothing better to take care of your predators and hounds. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good a caller you are. <laughs> or how good you think you or are. how good yeah. you think you are. <laughs> right. There's nobody ever going to take place of running hounds and killing coyotes. No. Nope. You still run hounds? I don't. I didn't know if you I still don't. had some. I, I went to the beagles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. on that bench. Well, yeah, but I mean, even rabbits is hard to find. <laughs> well, you know, that's another thing. We kind of went into managing, you know. Mm-hmm. We've got around 70-some acres that basically, well, it's deer hunting too. Rabbits are yeah. their deer there, you right, know. Right, right. But uh, anyways, dad, he rabbit hunts every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know how many dogs Dad's got. <laughs> he's yeah. got two or three packs, you know? right? Yeah, but uh, he's retired, and that's what he likes doing. So yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we put food plots out for rabbits. We plant certain grasses for rabbits, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there, there's a few, there's enough rabbits there that you can run some dogs. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But wouldn't you agree? I mean, I know things are different now, but back when the deer was at their peak around here, and of course we was coyote hunting every every day yeah I mean, we wasn't hunting the same property every day right you know we'd jump around mm-hmm. and stuff but wouldn't you agree that the coyote numbers was lower oh, and oh, that yeah. you could still go in on a property a day after we ran through and still kill you your target buck i tell you dad never hunted coyotes much with dogs mm-hmm. but if you told him we was in there that day hunting i guarantee he was going to bow hunt it that evening mm-hmm. yeah because them deer Probably didn't come out of there, but they've moved in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got them up on yeah. their feet. Yeah, got them up on their feet. You know, and, and and that's one. I will never run a guy running a hound off our property. Right. Never. Right. Never. Me neither. Uh, just for the fact that I've seen it, it wasn't very often you seen a big buck come out. No. It wasn't very often you seen. If you did see deer come out, they'd stand in the field. Watch the dogs go by. Go by and they go back in. Because yeah. any animal knows where my hound's on it. Yeah. On its trail. Right. You know? Right. Now... I mean, none of us liked it, but every once in a while, you'd have some young dogs. They'd run some deer, you know. Yeah, yeah, but we spent a lot of money on equipment yes, we and did. training. Uh, and it, but to break I can't really say it may be the last year that dog ran. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, yep. yep. More ways than one. <laughs> right, <laughs> no. right. You know, I mean, it's it was aggravating. That's yeah. the one thing we didn't want. We was out there to kill coyotes, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it's just as aggravating to you guys running the hounds as it would be to somebody who's trying to hunt the deer. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, we had a lot of time and time and and money invested in these dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we didn't want to waste our time. We didn't want to waste the gas and the dog food and all that chasing a Jason. damn dog that's chasing deer. Oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, aggravating. You know. And no one would want to help you. They're standing wherever the coyote yeah. race is, and uh-huh. you got this dumb pup. <laughs> yeah. He's five miles away yeah. now, you know? Yeah. And you're still after him, but, yeah. You know, yeah. You know when you hunted, I, I don't know, did you get in a Garmin time? Where the no, I, get, I got out. Before the Garmin, I thought I thought so. I mean, it was it was better with, with the Garmin, but well, yeah, you, you know, know, back then we just had the tracking collars and I right. had that um, one thousand box. Yeah, and, which was great then. Oh, that's high technology. Oh back yeah, in definitely. The day. Yeah, what, what was the, it? Wildlife research collars that we had. The Garmin, it it went to where like, if we all had Garmins when we hunted, we would have flat put the herds oh, on the yeah. coyotes, uh, just because. 
hey, he's he's coming out this draw down here. You right. know? Yeah. That's where he's going to go. Yeah. He's yeah. ran it three times yeah. now, you know. I mean, so, yeah, we could have really put the hurts on And him. there again, your Uncle George missed the boat on that because he was, you know, I remember before I got out, he was talking about this is what, you know, GPS, this would be great if we did this. And I'm like, yeah, you should do that, you know. And yep. He yeah. didn't do it. Yeah. He could have been a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly, you know. Managing yeah. – 10,000 acres. <laughs> right, right. You know, honestly, since the dogs have left, the coyote population has probably doubled oh, or yeah. more. I was yeah. going to say more. You yeah. know, uh, we killed 82 coyotes this year. Killed 70-some last year. That's calling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like there's just as many or more the next year. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah where we was running dogs you know, we was killing 150, 160 oh, a year. Yeah. Easy. We was killing over 100, and, you know, and we didn't run a huge area, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, 20 miles over all together, you know. I mean, one way or the other. 20 mile radius. Yeah, yeah, probably, you know. But, uh, yeah, we killed several coyotes, definitely in the hundreds. Yeah. You know. And the most smart coyotes – a dog was going to run them. It didn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It wasn't like they weren't going to come into the call. Dog was going to run them. Exactly out there. right. He ain't got yeah. a choice. He's going to run or yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. You know? that's exactly right. You know, yeah. and I think the I think the uh, same kind of goes with the coon hunting. You know, the yeah. coon hunting's faded off. So you see a rise in the coon population, yeah. but you can't. I don't care how often you trap, you're not going to trap all the coons that no. you could kill yeah. with a dog. Right, and not only that. So you got the rise in the coon population. So now you got the rise in the turkey nest predation. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so then that leads to the decline in the turkey population. Yes, that's. I think that's the number one uh, problem with the. I do too. With the turkeys is the coons. Coons yeah. and skunks. Yeah, I think coons skunks, oh. definitely. Which I got a black lab. If there's a skunk within, <laughs> he's gonna find it. <laughs> a mile of the house, he's gonna oh, find it and kill yeah. it. I had a coyote hound like that. <laughs> Every time, yeah, <laughs> seemed like he'd find one. Yeah. Yeah. On the coyotes, you know, you listen to these biologists and stuff talk. Like twenty years ago, if that, like they were talking, like, yeah, coyotes would never be a problem out east, out in the Midwest. Like it wasn't even thought of. Yeah. And now, and I think, like you're talking about, guys not running dogs has had a huge effect yeah. on on them spreading out this way. And now they're one of our, they're the biggest predator out here. Oh yeah. You know, in the last. Yeah. 15, 20 years they've become that yeah. way. And if you think about it, 15 or 20 years ago is getting into when guys kind of stopped running dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's – gosh, I don't remember. Well – It's been a good 10, 15 years since I had hounds. You know. Yeah. I mean, but, it's the popularity of it has definitely dropped off big in that span oh, yeah. of time. I yeah. don't know hardly of a hound that's been running our area and, and really – and. Probably ten years almost. Yeah. I mean, the, every once in a while you'll get a group come in, right? And then you'll get somebody just throw a fit. Oh yeah, it only you takes know. one. You yeah. know, I mean, I talked to him a couple years ago. I was like, "You manage your area how you want. Mm-hmm. You let all your fawns and all your stuff get killed over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I want these guys to come in to kill these coyotes that we can't kill calling. You right. know, yep. and they will." You yeah. know, I mean, that day there, they caught four coyotes that they came in, you know. Yeah. That, you know, I didn't kill them all year calling, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yep. So. It's like you said, the 
the dogs get smart just like anything else does. The, oh, the coyotes yeah. get smart. They won't come into a Them call. Them coyotes are smart. Yeah. yeah. They're a very smart animal. I tell you what. But I've they're s- going to run from a hound. <laughs> yes, they got to. No. Yeah. They got to run. There's no stand and fight. No. 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 And I've seen the dogs get better and better over the years on bars. If he stopped, he, he's screwed. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he wouldn't get gone. away from him, no. you know. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, no, that, that is one thing I really miss. And like I said, I would never run anybody off any of our ground that hound hunts. Yeah, you know. I wouldn't dare. Yep. Actually, I'd be out there with them. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I yeah. would. I just mean, ask him if you could hunt with them. You know, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to George the other day. I said, you know, I said, I'd, I'd you know, and George used to have hounds. And oh, yeah. Time, oh, too. yeah. You know, I said, I'd, I'd love to get two or three older, maybe not necessarily older hounds, but some slower hounds and just, you know, go back to killing some coyotes you know because mm-hmm. there's a big area down in there where we live we could still hunt them yeah yeah you know yeah. and i don't know and do some good oh you yeah. could yeah, yeah. Uh, and like obviously the nest predation is the biggest thing on the turkeys but even the limited number that make it they still got to worry about all the coyotes we got just like yeah. the fawns now the bobcats and the bobcats yep. are i think the bobcats are probably harder on adult turkeys and young turkeys than oh, the coyotes i think a cat's one of the most you know, uh, probably I don't know if you'd call it advanced hunter, but yeah, my yeah. goodness, they're killers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we're—I'm afraid we're going to have the same issue with them as we are coyotes. You know, we have a lot of problems with cats. You know, as far as uh, any place we got rabbits, we got a lot of feral cats. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. I mean, they're bad. You yeah, know? yeah. I—I I don't want to say they're not a huge issue right now. I don't think. But they're enough of a problem that I think they're not letting us do enough about it. No. That it's going to get out of hand. We have a couple properties that the cats are out. They're out of hand there. Yeah. Uh, there's too many of them. And in it's there. Get, that's getting more and you more know, common. And, you know, I, I read on them and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, there's only supposed to be two males per so many miles. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not around where I live. <laughs> right. Yeah. They need to read that manual, don't yeah. they? <laughs> there's pretty good. Well, pretty good ten, group years, of them. 10 years ago. Did you ever believe that I'd be getting uh, uh, pictures pictures off the camera of bobcats in that 20-acre patch of mine right, right yeah. there at the house yeah. with the dogs and everything else? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we do. We uh, get at least is. one picture a year of yeah. oh, cat, yeah. and then I'll sit out there in the spring on the back porch and hear them hollering in there, and then here comes Black Lab trying to tear the door down because I'm sure he's tangled with one of them before <laughs> yep. the way he acts. Yep. Coyotes can be howling in the yard all around him, and he'll go out there and play with them. Yeah. Like he's probably got pups running around. But. <laughs> I've seen some different colors. <laughs> well, there you go. You let a bobcat scream, and man, he's he's on the back porch beating yeah, on yeah, the door. Yeah, we hear one scream. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what was that? Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's definitely changed. The predators are really around anymore. Mm-hmm. You see many of them come in when you're calling cats? Uh, cats take a little longer a lot of times to call in. They hang back quite a bit. They do. They do. Uh, and I think it depends that, what you're calling around to. Yeah, we call a lot of open. Yeah, instead of a lot of brush. Right. Uh, you think I, that has a lot to do with the way they hunt too versus a coyote, where a coyote's just kind of coming in. He hears a coy- something. He's a, coy- a coyote. I do. I do ninety percent of my time night hunting. Mm-hmm. A coyote. He's mousing most of the time at night. Yeah. You know. So we hunt mostly big fields with waterways, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cat. He's looking for a rabbit, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, you'll, he'll be in waterways, too. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've called him into – there's usually a thicket somewhere, and they'll come in right. and out, you know. Uh, we call in 
anywhere from a half dozen to a dozen cats a year, probably. Yeah. You know, um, and called in some, some big bobcats, you know, yeah. uh, we've called in four or five for guys the last few years that's, uh, had tags, you know, they've, they've killed some big cats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be a pretty good spot. We'll just wrap it up for tonight. Uh, unless you got anything else you want to talk about as far as the, the hunting or anything. And we'll get you back on here again one of these days too. Yeah. If you want to yeah. come back on. Cause like I said, trying to get more guests on all the time and we get guests coming back. That's good too. We had the Steve shirt guy on. I don't remember if you heard him or not. Yes, he he yeah. come back on. Mm-hmm. And then of course we had Forrester a week ago or a couple of weeks ago. But anyway, so anytime you want to come back on, we'll get you back on. And yeah. Talk about some more of it. Bring we, your dad with you next yeah, time. Yeah. We're going to have to get that I, done I too. I think I could, if, I think you could probably get him up here. Yeah. You know. That would be, I that would be, be a, a two week episode. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. We want to turn these down. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. He gets to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. There'd be some good stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to have probably some. some good ones on most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to have to get that set up. Too, yeah. We yeah. might have to edit some of that out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, selective editing. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> so tell yeah. Well, he did used to be the county sh- deputy around. Here, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. About yeah. the time I was, you know, that age. Yeah, that's so. a whole different podcast. We could have some stories from that. No, we don't need no stories <laughs> on that. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, just a couple of housekeeping things before we do get off of here. Well, obviously, we're in the store. And I don't know if we'll keep continue doing the podcast in here or not, but I wanted to do it in here because we're going to be officially open next week or mm-hmm. monday this grand, is coming out grand opening yeah this is this I've is been hearing about it friday when this is coming <laughs> <Me too. laughs> out monday it's finally going to open up we got everything set to go so we got a little bit of stuff in here and you know anything we don't have we can get ordered and all that yeah. so we're going to have some you know seeds and stuff we got do have a little bit of archery stuff left mostly going to be the management part of everything and then yeah. what we don't have we can normally get ordered mm-hmm. so that's some exciting stuff that's finally here coming on Monday. And I'll announce on Facebook as far as hours and, and that kind of stuff. But if you do come in, tell us you heard about us on the podcast, and then we'll get you like a 10% discount or something for listening to the podcast. So And we can get we can also get crossbows and oh, yeah. bows and compound yep. bows and stuff, you know, for people wanting to get started or whatever. And, yep. And we do have a little bit of the archery stuff. I'm not going to ever get into the big being just like a pro shop or anything. No. but crossbow stuff obviously i do carry some of the arrows and the broadheads and stuff like that guys stuff that guys are going to need through the season so if you want some of that or if you've got something and you want to order it and you don't want to go through dunham's or walmart or online you can come in here and order it um, and do it that way so then of course the other thing we got our podcast sponsor racks big game supplements Uh, they're a veteran known company out of northeast nebraska Uh, they're deer hunters just like just like us here Um, at the time they didn't like what was on the mineral market so they came up with their own stuff um, you know, they got minerals, protein blocks, pelletized feed, and meal feed. It's all specifically designed for whitetails. The guy that owns the company says he's had feeders. He hasn't had a coon on them for eight years. So That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, really. if you can have some kind of feed like that where you're not feeding the coons too, man, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, you can, I'm just trying to figure out how. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> These guys have got it figured out. That's Whatever great. they're doing yeah. is working. So They got a coon hound on guard. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Something. Hey, that could be. But you guys can use our discount code. Uh, it's capital R-H-O-22 when you check out there, and you'll get 5% off your entire order at RaxMineral.com. That's R-A-K-S Mineral.com. And you can also stop in the shop. Now, that will be open. 
And soon we're going to have some of their stuff in stock. But for now, you can order it through us and save some money on shipping too because just like everything else, shipping's going up. And when you're shipping mineral bags and feed bags, it does get pretty expensive. So and we're going to, we're going to use well. their products on, yep. on our uh, property. Yep. And uh, We'll have pictures, we'll have pictures too, and, and videos video. of that and you know, yep. Yep. show the results and how we use them and mm-hmm. according to how they recommend. And mm-hmm. So it'd be, you know, be pretty interesting. Oh, that stuff helps. Yeah. It well, it can't hurt. Can't hurt. No, no, I mean, it does help. Yeah. Yep. Especially this time of year. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. They need yeah. it right now. I mean, it's yep. right now. Yeah. When they finish. Yeah. So, does and bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Dusty, thanks for coming on. Hey, like I said, we'll Dusty. have you back on. And we'll have another one out next week. Hopefully, it'll be video again. Like I said, don't know if it'll be in here or in the actual studio we call it where we record normally but we'll be on next week so thanks for listening everybody and we'll catch you then